Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome everybody to another episode of The Value Pack. A very, very special episode. Very special episode indeed. Uh, if you're watching the video... Actually, it, you'll pr it's probably very noticeable in the audio too, actually. Um, this is weird. And this is because you're getting this from my perspective. Uh, if you didn't watch last week for some strange reason, uh, Frosty is away. He's on vacation. He's on a vacation with his family, which means this is another episode of the Fro of the uh, of the Nayashi and Wrestler show, which is pretty yeah. bog. Yeah, that's the, that's the best show, right? Which means nobody's gonna watch this episode. So that means and we can say whatever be... we want. And it's going to be the shortest one of all time, essentially. Yeah, and it's going to be the shortest episode since we started. Uh, since we started this podcast, what three years ago now? So, um, like has so it yeah, really you, been three years. It's coming up on three year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, coming Holy up on three shit. years. That's crazy. In December. We started it in December of 2018. So yeah, we're coming up on our three year anniversary. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, we're going to be getting, uh, we're going to be talking just a little bit. It's going to be a short episode cause not a lot went down. Uh, there's some disappointments that we got to go through. We'll touch on that first. Uh, but before we get to all the exciting stuff, as always got to thank our lovely, lovely uh, patrons, Hawaiian, I has issues, Jeremy Johnson, Callahad melts on your mouth. I mean, Narya Slytech, Talus, Acceptum, thanks. And Wavesy. appreciate you guys very, very much as well as all of the people that support us on Twitch on our, uh, on our respective Twitch channels, which you could find in the description. Nayashi, it's just you yep. and me today, brother, which means... Hell yeah. Uh, you know, there's no white knight here to defend every oh, little nothing thing. nothing but negativity moving Hell forward, Hell yeah, brother. My game just reloaded for some strange reason. Um, but I'm interested, uh, because here's the thing. I I'm interested to get your take on this first thing, and I wish Frosty was here to talk to us about it. But, uh, you know, say lovey. The reworks got delayed. So, uh, for anyone who's not in the loop, um, obviously they've been coming out with a lot of class reworks on Global Labs. They've been attempting to come out with them, I won't say one at a time, but uh, fairly frequently and, uh, and uh, consistently. Minimally. <laughs> yeah, minimally. Um, they delayed it. They said that they're going to stop doing the reworks for now. Not stop. I shouldn't say stop. They're working on them, but they're going to stop releasing them kind of like one by one or two by two. Um, oh, also we should touch on before anything else. We have to Google translate the Korean notes because, um, Black Desert Foundry has not put out the translated version of these. They notes also yet. went on vacation with, they also, it, <laughs> Apparently, Black Desert Foundry is actually Foundry just is frosty. Actually frosty <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, we have to Google Translate, which also means that like, uh, not everything is super clear. We have to kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, interpret what they're trying to say to us. Um, but yeah, it's not a, it's not a good thing that. Well, it might be a good thing that it's getting delayed, but it's not a fun thing that it's getting delayed. So yeah, let me read this fun. blue text. Let me read this blue text before we kind of start getting into it. They say, and keep in mind, this is Google translated. So if anything's weird, I swear I'm not having a stroke. It's just, it's weird. Uh, hello, this is a Black Desert Studio. Since we started working on the character reboot, so many adventurers have been paying attention. Testing in the Black Desert Lab itself is not an easy task, but I would like to thank all of those who participated so passionately and gave various opinions. In order to reflect your opinions as much as possible, we are working on improving new classes as well as modifying and improving characters that have already been released. 
This is because improvement work must be carried out in parallel so that the process of change and improvement every week can be shared. However, the development time of other classes is being delayed little by little due to the parallel improvement work. As a result, many people do not know when my main character will be released or in what direction, so the unfortunate situation continues. Therefore, the improvement work of the reboot characters that have been released so far will be temporarily stopped, and we will first reflect the reboot of all characters in the Black Desert Research Lab within October. After the first improvements of all classes are reflected, we will take time to further work by reflecting your opinions as much as possible and aim to update the official server. As this is a part for selection and concentration, we ask for your understanding of adventurers. <laughs> I swear I'm not having a stroke, this is Google Translate, and we will do our best to produce good results, including your opinions. Parentheses correction. Um so for anyone who maybe is not uh understanding that whole mess of Google translated uh words, they're basically saying that they're spending so much time trying to tweak the reworks that are out on Global Labs that coming out with the next set of reworks is becoming more and more difficult. So they're putting a full stop on tweaking the ones that are already out and focusing on releasing all of the ones that haven't been released yet on Global Labs. Basically um, what I heard there is uh, all the other class does are focused on the warrior, the uh, <laughs> and the sorceress. I don't know about that. The, the top, top, top. But yeah, so it seems like the new plan is to release all of the class reworks on Global Labs and then start taking feedback from players and then start tweaking all of the classes from there instead of doing this thing where they release uh, Warrior and Ranger and then they tweak it while also working on... Uh, Striker, and then, you know, they tweak those three classes while also working on Sorkin Archer, and then they tweak those five classes while also working on... Which, so, I guess that does make sense. Um, like, yeah. what's what's your idea, Naishi? Because I don't really see this as a bad thing, in all honesty. It's not a bad thing, honestly. I think they're just realizing their limits on, you know, what they can manage all at once. Frankly, I, I thought it was going to be crazy for them to do it the way they have been doing. Um, yeah. And, like, what a, they have, like, just five classes released right now? Is it? Yeah, five, I believe. Five, yeah. And they're already, you know, hitting their limit on their development time and realizing how much is involved. I mean, I'm sure they already knew this going forward, but um it's becoming more and more of a realization for them that they just can't realistically manage that especially when you get to the point where you have 17 classes that you're updating yeah for sure. like come on <laughs> that's that's crazy to even think about and that would be crazy for any player to to think that they could manage that either so i still i find it interesting that they're still saying that they're all going to be released on research lab obviously on global labs uh with still by the end of yeah, that I that I just I think don't is, know how that's possible. In all honesty, I I'm a little concerned with that, but at least they're keeping it, keeping all the classes there for a while to still do further modifications prior. So I guess it all comes down to how much time will the classes that are done later have sitting in Global Labs getting further adjustments prior to them releasing everything, because you know Warrior Ranger. Um, for example, have the longest amount of times of yeah. uh, potentially being adjusted um, well, comparatively to the classes that are later released. In, in the and they haven't October. said anything about when it's coming to live. So um, yeah, yeah, we don't knows? we don't even know when that's going to be. But it I might... just find it hard to believe personally that they're going to be able to get them all out on on Global Labs within yeah, the month. I'm... But I mean, we'll see. Maybe maybe they literally were spending that much time on tweaking the ones that have already came out on Global Labs, and that legitimately was just taking up a majority of the time. And if they put that aside and just focus on cranking out the reworks to Global Labs, then it'll be like you know they'll be able to make it. But I I don't know. We'll just have to see. Um. But I, I, I don't necessarily see this as a bad thing. I know a lot of people are disappointed with this. Um, you know, they I I too am like anxious to see what they're going to do with, you know, my class. Um 
So I know everyone's very anxious and wish that, you know, they would just, you know, get it over with already. Yeah, <laughs> just pull the trigger and let me see it. Yeah, but, I want to... I, I, <laughs> I don't want my disappointment over a long period of time. I want it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so no, no, it, th- this is definitely, um, you know, it's it's going to take a while for sure. Um, and I and I foresee it taking even longer before they actually fully release everything. So yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning towards like around Christmas time. I think that might yeah. be the plan. Yeah, I could see I could see them having if they do have it all out like let's say at the end of October, right? Like they barely make the deadline like it's literally like the 31st and yeah. they, they drop it. Um in fact, so Global Lab updates are on Fridays, right? So let's let's see what yes. uh yes, Fridays. The third the 29th, sorry. The 29th is the last Friday of October. So they have you know, one, two, three, almost four weeks. So almost a month exactly to uh, get these done. Uh, I'm assuming that they already have, they probably already have one or two done, like ready to come out on Global Labs. And I'm assuming that they've, at least in the background, been kind of slowly working on all the others. So, I mean, it's not unreasonable, but we'll just have to see. But yeah, if they do get it out by the end of October, I could definitely see... Uh, you know, they take a month or two to keep like working on them. You know, players get their feedback on Global Labs, and uh, you know, yada yada yada, and it comes out around Christmas time. I could definitely see that for sure. Yeah, on live that is comes out live around Christmas time for sure. So yeah, uh, I know a lot of players are disappointed by this. Um, I saw a lot of angry redditors, which is just redditors. Um, you know, being mad that. They're not fulfilling their timeline. They're, you know, another promise broken, yada, yada. But it's like, first of all, I don't understand why anyone takes this company at their word anymore. Like, if you're still getting angry that they're not doing what they said they were going to do, you haven't been playing this game for very long. I will will (laughs) say this, though, in response to that is at least they're letting us know that they're pushing it back. Yeah, yeah. Like. That, that's that's the important thing because if they weren't letting us know any of this information that would be even more annoying because we'd just be sitting there wondering like what's going on yeah so so yeah i know it's disappointing but i actually i don't mind it i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing um and hopefully they can get it done right and get it done quick because i mean that's the most important thing yeah. So, full pause on all things reboot-related until they get all the reboots done. Uh, Quote-unquote done. Uh, ready for Global <laughs> Labs is more appropriate, I suppose. And then yeah. they'll release them all on Global Labs and then gather all of the feedback on all of the rebooted classes from Global Labs. And then they'll tweak them from there for a while. And then uh, they have red text below the character reboot section, which says the character reboot will be released on the official server when all class updates are ready. So they're not even saying, like, hey, we're shooting for this time. They're saying, it's going to be ready when it's going to be ready. Don't ask for a time. So. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, which, it is what it is, you know? Like, there's they're doing a lot of adjustments and stuff. So it's yeah. understandable that it's going to take a while. So they, they just, they, they put themselves in the weird situation by having those, uh, you know, unreasonable timelines to begin with, so. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. Um, Obviously, no character reboots were released this week because, you know, this is the new policy. So uh, there's no new character reboots to talk about. The current reboots that are out got some changes. Warrior got some changes. Archer got some changes. Um, Ranger a little bit. And then Sork got a lot of changes. Unfortunately... Just like our uh, research, uh, our research member of the podcast is missing. Also, our (laughs) our Sork member is missing. Um, So it's hard for us to talk about these changes. Um, One of the members uh, of the community who's currently in chat was nice enough to kind of put a small TLDR together. I say small TLDR. It's it's quite a lot of changes, but. Um, so if you're interested they, in that, they were able ch- to, they were able to break it down. 
Yeah, they just kind of labeled everything out for us, which was nice. Um, oh, that's nice. So if you're interested in uh, that, you can uh, go to the Discord. They put it in general chat in the Discord. I asked Heaton, uh, I, I PM'd Heaton uh, right before we got started, and I basically said, hey, what's this do? And his the reply... Pro- the problem is he's probably sleeping. <laughs> he is not. He is awake. He replied, they actually changed a lot. The actual Giga TLDR is that Sork is now twice as strong. We have twice the mobility, the damage, oh and the catch potential. So it sounds like they should have gone with my original proposal and just deleted the class from the game. Yeah, that sounds like I would have preferred that. <laughs> But now they've gone in the opposite direction, so, you know, it is so, what it is. let's just kind of run through a couple of these. I'm just going to kind of pull random ones that I uh, that I see out here. Um, so, under main weapon, let's see. Dreamer Doom has been improved so the skill is activated without canceling when linked with the Nightcrow skill. Uh, the movement distance of the Dark Walk skill has been increased. Again, this is all Google Translated, so these skill names are going to be weird. Um, let's see. Jin, it has been recovered to recover stamina when using Liberate Darkness technology forward. Hopefully, you sorks out there know what this means. I'm only reading some of these changes for the audio listeners who uh, can't really see the screen, obviously. Uh, underneath Awakening, we got some blue text here. Underneath Awakening, when using the Deadly Ravage technique, which is used most often during Awakening Sorcerer's Hunt, or hunting, it is possible to move backwards during, or sorry, using a dark piece. So it has been improved so that it can inflict more powerful damage without rotating the screen, like Sage's Shape Run. Sage's Shape Run. Yeah, so I'm assuming they're referring to the the uh, the uh, the Sage ability where you go forward and then you go backwards. Oh. Both the short. Oh, I see. Yeah, these translations are going to be fun. <laughs> shorter version. Okay, they were nice enough to put a shorter version for me in here. All right, so let's read through here. Uh, big preach to uh, JN. Uh, Awakening. New skill in Awakening. Shift F. Startups with a slow blade animation. Does a small grim slash. Really good damage according to skill numbers. New skill has a core which adds a float. New skill also has the same accuracy buff as Shadow Eruption. 6% for 10 seconds. New skill flows into Soul Reaper with LMB. Rushing Crow distance doubled. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Currently you can also use the pre-awakening one separately. Not sure if intended. 40% crit chance transferred from soul harvest to rushing crow vile plan front of guard removes stiff and float added soul harvest knockback replaced with a float added a five percent cast speed buff soul harvest after uh sorry uh yeah sorry uh soul harvest after an iframe will cancel into the second hit which is a float speed similar to shadow eruption soul harvest flows into soul reaper with lmb blade flow costs five shards again base cast still doesn't so that's a good change uh, you can backwards violation extend with SRMB. Turn back slash no longer gives shards. Extended violation no longer refreshes shard AP buff. New animation for violation turn back slash soul harvest file plan. Core blade removed and then in pre awakening. Pre awakening kick has a float again. Black wave float. Dark backstep distance increased and animation sped up. You can iframe once while holding a charge DOD after which it's automatically thrown. Darkness released forward doesn't move you at all anymore and feels really clunky. Claws give a 5% cast speed buff. So there you go. There's the short version of the changes for any of the Cirques that are listening out there. Um. Again, if you want the kind of like longer version, uh, Jan was nice enough to kind of post the translated version, properly translated version in the Discord in the general channel. So you can check that out there. But yeah, a lot of changes. And, uh, you know, Heaton obviously is at the forefront of testing out these changes. He's testing them immediately, seeing how they feel. And he is saying that. Uh, it's busted. Like Giga buffed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if he's that's... saying that, I'm concerned. <laughs> that's fun um and then uh striker got some changes too so that's pretty much it for the class uh reworks um again you know uh delay is the delay it's kind of whatever um hopefully everybody can be patient and wait for it to uh come out proper yeah 
All right, really much new else dungeon. We can do so. New dungeon because we're speed running this bitch right now. Hell uh, yeah. second theme: Sikarakia. <laughs> oh, this Sikar- is where Frosty comes in and just brutally murders us on pronunciation. Sikar, see this. See the blue text says Sikarakia, but then on this YouTube video I have, <laughs> which I'll pull up in a second, it's just Sikarakia. So I'm gonna go with Sikarakia. Uh, will be updated on the borrower's <laughs> official server with an undersea undersea theme full of beauty and mystery. You can unfold a new story with the cute Yaz. Sikarakia is or Sikrakia, sorry, uh, is relatively more difficult compared to Bamasia. <laughs> Sounds like oh a fucking God. League of Legends region. In particular, the final boss, Centurutos, has a special attack element called the Power Supply, which allows you to directly control the difficulty. The Power Supply is divided into four levels. The higher the level, the lower the defense of the Centurutos, but the higher the attack power. Therefore, depending on the situation, controlling this Power Supply can be an important point of attack. Also, compared to Urkios, it has more patterns, so the cooperation of adventurers becomes more important. And uh, we'll see him here in a second. It looks pretty dope. Um, but here's a couple pictures. You can see it's very uh, open, very uh, very colorful. Yeah, they love their the colors. colors. Yeah. Just a couple uh, random screenshots from some of the puzzles, presumably. Um, and then right here you can see the final boss, uh, Centuritos, the final boss of Sikrakia. Um, so yeah, and then they also released a video, which I will pull up here. Send me the link for that video. I didn't actually know there was a video for it. Alright, one second. I like the way that boss looks, though. I mean, I think that's boss. Yeah, hold on. Just watching it right now for the people listening. So there you go. New boss guy. Uh, here, I will throw this at you, Nashi, so you can check it out. Little little teaser video. Um, they do kind of walk you through it at one point. Walk you through the, the dungeon, that is. I like the uh, opening where they have the uh, the sage with the shies. <laughs> the sage with the shies. Uh, <laughs> the shies are servants, apparently. Presumably, a lot of this is puzzle-related, I'm guessing. But who knows? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just fancy animations. This is interesting. They, these little lines that shoot out of the wall. I wonder if this is like some shit you have to avoid. Again, could be a puzzle, but could also just be a visual thing for the video. You can see Sakraya mobs right there with the the Naga leader guy. And then big boss guy at the end. Which is very reminiscent of uh, of uh, Monster Hunter to me. There's a Monster Hunter monster, old one back in the day. Yeah, 
that was very similar. He was very, very big, uh, snake-like, <laughs> and he like coiled around this tower. He had to like, I don't know. He's just fucking huge. So yeah, new dungeon. You know what? Pretty exciting. You know what's like interesting. I'm sure we maybe talked about this before, but I, it's so weird to me that we've been playing this game for like. At least me, I played it for over five years, I think, at this point or something like that. I don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, we're just now getting to like some sort of like lore bosses and stuff like that. We never really, truly had that before, so it's just a little crazy. After all this time, now we're finally. I guess it's not that weird when you compare it to WoW. WoW, they're just coming up with new lore in-game bosses all the time. Yeah, I think I don't know. Do people care about lore? Like really? And and BDO not really. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't it's know. It's because like, to be fair, BDO's lore was always kind of like really bad. Well, it's not even necessarily that it was bad cuz I remember even back in the day, like in catfish days, like people said that you would find some weirdos that are like, "No, dude, the lore's actually pretty dope, but it's just that they've always done kind of a really shit job at communicating it um so yeah i don't know but uh it says uh Adaraxian, the latest ancient fortress to stop the black invaders the second fortress sacrachia has appeared in the world Adaraxian second fortress sacrachia is divided into normal server and elvia server just like the first fortress uh bamasia Sacrachia can be entered immediately by consuming one tier of Talibre in the Ancient Stone Chamber. It can also be entered through Erbuta's Gate, located in Ba's Garden in Bamasia. You can adventure in Sacrachia regardless of whether you have cleared Bamasia or not. However, you must complete the quest Adaraxian Tears of Talibre to open the secret door located in the first Ancient Stone Chamber. Excuse me. Um... Final boss, Centuritos of Grief, is sleeping in the last area of Sacrachia, the Cradle of Sheikah, and you can meet each summoned boss in all three areas until you reach the Cradle, this Cradle. The final boss, Centuritos, uses a power supply. The power supply is divided into stages 1 to 4. As the level goes up, the defense of Centuritos decreases, but the attack power becomes stronger. Ataraxian Sacrachia threads of Sheikah can be found all over the place. Sheikah's thread is one of the defense elements that Sheikah built in her own way to prevent the black invaders. If you untie these threads, you can control the environmental elements of each area for a while, or discover the story hidden in the threads. And then it just says, there is, for some (laughs) reason. Uh, The main quest for Sacrachia, which contains the story of Sheikah, the second protagonist of Adaraxian, has been added. Uh, through the main Sakrakia quest, you can see the story of Sheikah, who designed Sakrakia with Yaz of the Secret Guard and the backside of Adaraxian, which was called the Fortress of Salvation. Sheikah's story is connected to Ba's story, so you must complete the main quest for Bamasia to proceed. You can reach the area of Centuritos, the final boss of Sakrakia, even if you do not proceed with the main quest. So, yeah. I don't know what they mean by... Uh... What they mean by you can control the environmental elements of each area for a while. I'm, I don't, I'm is very curious to know what that means. Maybe there's uh, some sort of like, I don't know, buff after you complete a puzzle or something like that. And then you just gain like, I don't know, lightning damage or something. Or Yeah, I don't part. know. I'm interested to see what exactly that is. That would be pretty is. cool Like if you... You know, you do those kinds of things, you'll get some extra bonuses to your damage or something like that moving forward throughout the rest of the dungeon. Right. Uh, but yeah, so that's the new uh, new dungeon, Sacrachia, is what I'm assuming it's pronounced. I, I don't know how to pronounce this, so I'm just going to keep saying that that's how you do it. Um, it says that get ready to fight alongside your fellow adventurers and uncover Anorexia's long lost secrets on October 6th. So that'll be coming, uh, this week for those people who enjoy that group content and or that, uh, dungeon content can get excited for that. So yeah, 
pretty exciting. New dungeon. I wonder what the next one's going to be. Have they have they already laid out what the next one's going to be? I don't think so. I don't think so either, but also they did I mention what, what was it? Four four total dungeons, right? Yeah, I think it was four, I want to say. The Ancient Stone Chamber one, Sakrai one. There's supposed to be one in Valencia, I think. Yeah. I could be pulling that out of my ass, though. (laughs) I can't remember if there was one. The uh, Castle Ruins got a really nice change for any Castle Ruins gamers out there. There's now going to be two locations that you can fight uh, Al Rundi and do the event at. Uh, One inside the castle and then one outside the castle. Uh, so thank God for that, because getting griefed by people outside the castle sucks ass. Yes. So that is a uh, a really nice change as well. And then uh, moving to uh, the live patch, the only big change I noticed in here was uh, with Elvia. So they lowered the AP necessary to grind a, a lot of the more unpopular uh, grind spots. So that's Baragi, Altar Imps, Castle Ruins, Swamp Nagas, and Swamp Fogans. They also added some keys to Baragi Din. <clears throat> the blue text here says, uh, We sought to change up some of the regions of the Elvia Realm, excluding the more popular Orc Camp and Bloody Monastery zones. First, we lowered the recommended AP for Baragi Din, Altar Imp Habitat, Castle Ruins, Swamp Naga, and Swamp Fogans. Uh, to 240 to 260, so more adventurers could take up the challenge while adjusting the junk loot drops to match the reduced AP levels. Those adventurers who are at higher AP levels than the new recommended amount will find that you'll be able to acquire much more loot than before. Regarding more detailed changes in Baragi Den, we changed the bounty system to no longer be competitive but apply to each individual player. In order to encourage further use of this system, we reduced the respawn timer for basic altar imp monsters. For Bloody Monastery and Red Orc zones, we increased the density of monsters spawning in all areas except for a few of the quote-unquote best spots. Also, while not included this week's update, we are looking to improve the Castle Ruins mechanic to function not just within but outside of the castle walls, which is obviously what we saw on Global Labs. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. Um, the sure. change to the Bragi event and the keys is interesting. I still don't know if anyone is really going to be going there to grind. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see, I guess. The Castle Ruins change is kind of huge because it's already... It's still a good spot. Yeah. Um, in fact, if you go to Garmoth.com and check the global rates on their grind tracker, I think it's like the third or fourth best spot in the game uh, for just like money if you're just grinding for yeah, money. Yeah, and, and it's a group one too, so that's not bad. It, it's a group one, obviously. So um, that buff is pretty huge. Um, so interesting... Interesting, interesting. And it'll be even better once they come out with the change on Global Labs uh, as well, obviously. That'll help a lot. I really wish they would do something to make, like, Fogans and Nagas a lot better. Um, Because, God, those spots suck. They're (laughs) so bad. It's really unfortunate uh, that they are so, so very bad. I think... That's, That's what ends up happening, though. No matter what they do, there's always, like, just a couple spots that are actually worth doing. The rest are just usually bad. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, they're considered bad because they're just vastly inferior to the, the better spots. And I think that was it for the live server. The only other change that I thought was interesting is, uh, you can now start building your conquest war fort slash command post the day after you successfully occupied a tier one or higher node. Uh, I thought this was already in the game, but apparently it was not. But now you only need a tier 1 node to place for Siege. Uh, I don't know why I thought that was already in the game. Apparently it was not. So Only a tier 1 now, huh? Yep, only a tier 1. Which, I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're going to cap Siege. Yeah. That's um, true. The cap Siege is it's kind of irrelevant. What you're oh, and this is a nice... This is a nice thing as well. You can change... Uh, you know how you have your horse and you're at a storage keeper and then you open up your storage and your horse's inventory pops up and it's annoying? Yeah. Uh, you can turn that off now. Oh, thank God. 
So that's a that's a nice little QOL. That's actually huge. Yeah, that's a nice QOL. Very nice. I think that's it. Uh, for the most part, they added a search function for orders and items listed on the central market. Uh, so I guess if you are buying and or selling a fuckload of things, there you go. You can now search instead of having to scroll to find something. That's it. It's pretty weak. It's a pretty weak week for live server updates, honestly. Yeah, not too much at all. Nothing like truly exciting, at least. Not too much. Sorks are busted. That's the end result. Yeah, well, that's Global Labs, but yeah, Global Labs was also uh, disappointing because no rerex, obviously. Yeah. Um. All right, so uh, that's it with BDO stuff. Let's talk about Nayashi's new favorite game, New World, for just a little <laughs> bit, and then we'll new knock out the comments game. and we'll get out of here because again, this is uh, speed running. Uh, yeah. So, no, New World's out, for anyone who is uh, out of the loop. New World is officially released. It has not been delayed for the 50th time, surprisingly. Um, they still have not implemented swimming, which is an interesting <laughs> design choice. <laughs> so, someone tried to explain that to me, because I was asking about that. I'm like, wow, they still haven't implemented swimming in this game, and I knew you were going to bring this up, but... Someone explained to me, well, technically, by the lore, you're quote-unquote dead, which I don't know if that's necessarily true, but you're quote-unquote dead, therefore you, you know, just don't swim because you're sinking, I guess. I don't know, but you still drown, so I don't know. I don't, I don't understand that logic, but yeah, no, swimming is still not in. We are incapable of swimming whatsoever in this game incapable my apologies to everyone who heard me spinning there for a minute i forgot to mute my game um so yeah new world's out uh nayashi i'm assuming you've been playing it a lot i've been playing it a little um i've been i've been like playing the game a medium amount and i've been playing the q simulator a lot (laughs) so so yeah that's that's you know to be expected with launches though i mean Anyone that's upset about the queue times and whatnot, they just they gotta understand like it is what it they is. They must it's be new to the game. MMO yeah. video game world. Yeah, yeah, basically, um, it's kind of expected, especially with how hyped up the game is. Um, oh you yeah, have a lot yeah, of streamers yeah. that are playing it as well, so a lot of activity on the game. And um, uh, they added what like twenty five worlds or some shit. Uh, there's quite a few worlds, yeah, and still, even with that, <laughs> that you have, like, 2,000 or higher queue times in some regions, or some oh, particular yeah. servers. Especially um, on the ones that the streamers are playing on. Yeah, some, a lot of servers on day one, the very launch, had 25,000 queue. <laughs> it was yeah. actually insane. But, um... Yeah, and it doesn't move fast. Uh, no, it does not. At least not on those first couple days. It's moving faster now, and most of the servers are actually uh, got a decent queue time period that's reasonable. I got like, put in a queue. Level. I got put in a queue. I was number one fifty. I was like, oh, one fifty. This will go by really quick. It was like twenty minutes. Yeah, uh, which really put those queue of like a thousand people into perspective. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I was in a, a 2500 queue when the game launched. It took about four or five hours before I actually got in. Glad I took yeah. off work that day. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's a new release, very hyped up. You can't really be mad about it. I will say this, though. Despite the queues, which a lot of games end up dealing with queue problems, uh, on launch, the game itself is incredibly smooth. I was wondering if there was going to be a lot of like bugginess to it, or you know, like desync or lag, just because the servers were struggling. No, not one bit, not one bit at all. I don't think I've experienced any sort of like bad server connectivity or anything like that. So that's been awesome. Like I haven't been DC'd from while playing, 
Um, so it made, you know, dealing with the queue times somewhat bearable because once I get in, I know I'm fine. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the game overall so far has been really great. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, a lot of the companies, which companies are the guilds that we, uh, we have in this game, uh, they all had very, uh, uh, big plans for the start, you know, having groups of uh, people work together and whatnot. Yeah, all that shit got thrown out the window because <laughs> everyone got in at various different time periods. So, yeah, yeah n- none of those plans worked out at all. Um, so, some people were able to group together. Um, I unfortunately got a really bad queue time, so I wasn't able to like go with the groups that I originally were planning to. But, um, it is what it is. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I've been, I've been having a blast. I've been PvPing a lot, flagged up the whole time for the most part. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Do, do they need to add mounts to that game? That's what everyone's you know, been talking about. I'll, there's some streams like Norelio, uh, uh, was I was talking with him slightly, or just briefly yesterday on his stream um, in his chat, and uh, he was basically kind of complaining about the distances you travel. I already knew that going in because I played closed beta and open beta, so I knew about the distance travels. And a lot of people have mentioned this as a complaint on like YouTube reviews and stuff like that, but. I don't know how mounts would really impact this game. Like, the game feels really big right now. So, yeah, traveling between areas can be pretty rough. However, they do have a lot of things to help out with that. They do have fast travel, which does cost Azoth, or if you have an end to a particular town that you're far away from, you can travel there or a house. no resource. Or a house. So you can strategically set up where your, you know, your fast travels are located. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, there's also shrines, usually about two to three shrines in every region, um, that are away from the settlement that you can get access to. And that'll, those yeah. are also closer travel spawns. Usually if you I need wish, to go to specific he, areas, I really wish a couple things. I don't think they need to add mounts. They just need to change a couple things. I think you should, first of all, you should be able to teleport from anywhere at the cost of Azoth. If you're teleporting from a place that you can teleport to, that cost should be cut in half, if not, like, free completely. And then also, you should be able to respawn at shrines out in the wild. I think if they made those changes, honestly, there wouldn't be nearly as much complaining as there is. Well, you can set up a camp and respawn to that. I know, and but you, then you sometimes... You wherever you want. Yeah, but then sometimes you just forget, and or you like you left it like on the other side of this place, or yeah, like yeah, yeah, there's, there's like several things. There's a five hundred like, meter limit. On the being distance. able to spawn at uh, a shrine would just be like really nice, right? It would. Um, with that I being said, that. I feel like there is definitely a problem right now, and they need to solve it somehow because. Uh, I read an article, and you know, whenever fucking gaming journalists are writing about things, it's it's actually become an epidemic. Uh, it was talking Honestly. about how players are killing themselves to essentially fast travel back to towns. Yeah, which is very funny. <laughs> yeah, there used to actually be. I think they removed it. Let me double check. Uh. Yes, they removed it. There was the ability to like literally just click a button and kill yourself, basically commit suicide um, via click, and they removed that because players were doing that um, to use it as fast travel. Thing is, it it works great with like normal quest line stuff, side quests. Um, you can't do that with PvP quests. The PvE faction quests you can, but the PvP faction quests you can't. Otherwise, you'll lose them. Right. Um, so there's a downside for the PvP ones that kind of forces you to stay out in the world and travel back naturally so that you could potentially run into PvP. But um, yeah, people are using it to fast travel for questing and stuff like that. 
I mean, there's a cost to it. You'd lose some durability on gear, but yeah, it's that's negligible compared to the time that you save. Oh yeah, in my for opinion. sure. So, um, yeah, because repairing it, is super easy too. It, yeah, the thing is, like, the question would be, do they deal with that now, or do they wait till they have like you know a, a faster uh, you know another solution in place for traveling. No, they 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 need to solve the problem before they take away the player found solution. Yeah, I think so too. Because if you take away the solution without presenting an alternative solution, you're just going to piss everyone off. And I mean, they're already upset, which is why they're doing this in the first place. So, but uh, I think it's been pretty successful so far. Um. Of course, it was on the top of Twitch, like, all day on uh, launch day, obviously, because, like, everyone was playing it. Asmongold, uh, Shroud, like, a bunch of giant streamers playing it. Um, I think it has, like, uh, I forget how many cells. I saw something about the cells, that it was, like, getting record cells or something like that. Yeah. So, it seems like it's the launch has been pretty successful. Um, I know everyone's talking about the queue timers, but, again, if this is... Like, if you're complaining about queue timers, hello, welcome to the MMO sphere. Uh, is this yep. your first time? Like, <laughs> yep. I don't know, like, every MMO ever has had, like, launch issues, and queue timers are, like, really low on the list of issues to have, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've been enjoying it, although I, I, I've, it's been out for three days, and I'm already mad at it. Um... I wish there was a way to ignore unit collision somehow. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. why the Did dodge you see the, roll... uh, the clip I sent you guys. Um, uh, did I put it in chat? No, maybe I didn't. I don't see. think so. No, but basically, essentially, a streamer I... was like blocking a door and prevented people from getting out. Yeah, so I was running around in a zone trying to complete a quest. I'll give you the TLDR version. I was running around in a zone trying to complete a quest. I wasn't tr killing mobs because I didn't need to. Uh, so I was just trying to find like a document, essentially. And uh, I ran into some trees that were just perfectly close enough to where I couldn't get like in between them. And so, like, I back up and, like, turn around to try and, like, go around them. And then mobs lock me against the trees. And there's oh, no way no. for me to avoid unit collision. So I'm just stuck between, like, four mobs and the trees. And I just have to watch my character die. And I was like, fuck this game. Fuck this company. Fuck this shit. I'm out of here. This game's <laughs> dog. And I haven't played it since, because I'm still mauling about that. So, uh, you know what? Good game so far. Uh, 4 out of 10 would be 6 out of 10 if they had swimming. I don't know. That's fair. Um, that's fair. So, yeah. The, sw the swimming is interesting, but thank God it's not like something that you have to constantly deal with, you know, going through large bodies of water. So. Yeah, it's just, you know, my real issue with it is that it just seems lazy. Yeah, I'm sure they'll add it in at a later date. They just It just feels like you're disrespecting me in a way. <laughs> like, hey, pay $60 for this game where you don't have a very basic function that you would expect in literally every single video game you ever play. Like, Yeah, but I mean, it's just I agree with you on, on that front, for sure. Um, I think it's just one of those things like, they've their value of it in terms of how it affects the game is. Oh, really it doesn't low. matter. Yeah. So as far yeah, as no. like, as far as like, should we not release a game? Cause we don't have swimming in. Yeah. Obviously I would say that's, <laughs> that would not be necessary. To clarify for anyone who hasn't played, there's literally like basically no point in which you need to swim. So it's not like it's an issue again. It just feels disrespectful. Yeah, there are times where you could go through rivers and whatnot, but um, yeah, for the most part, you pretty much don't need to swim at all. There's there's like basically no reason at all to swim. There's always some way to travel. It's mostly like maybe there's a location you want to get to, and it's on the other side of a, like a pond that you'd have to go around, and then you try or to a like small go river that yeah. you just can't walk through or something. Yeah, it's yeah. very rare that you need it, um, but again, it just feels like come on. Come on, yeah. Amazon. How much? How much money did you do you have again? Like, come yeah. on. 
went into the servers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. That's. I mean, if fuck. That's basically it. Um, speed run complete. Um, we just have the uh, comments to do, and then we'll get out of here. I think we're clocking in at under an hour right now. So oh, shit. World's fastest podcast? Question mark. Um, we're we're going for the record. We're going for the record. We do still have to do comments though. Uh, so let's knock these out. And I knew I was forgetting something and wouldn't you know it, this was what I was forgetting. So let me pull those up real quick. Do, 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 do. 125. Mute that. Scroll down. Is there any that I need to remove? Yes, there is. Watch Frosty's gonna come back from vacation. He's gonna, or his trip, or whatever, and he's gonna say, "You guys copped out. You guys took the, <laughs> you guys did the, an hour long podcast." You're goddamn right, we did. But it's like there literally isn't anything. Yeah, well, there's not yeah. much for yeah. sure. Um, it's a week week on uh, Global Labs and on live, and. Uh, you know, there's no one here for uh, to white knight and disagree with everything that we complain about. So, show goes a lot faster. Thank you, Shirasu. Would be hard pressed to try to disagree with anything we said today. I, you know, there was maybe. nothing opinionated today. Uh, Sergio Farfan says, "Hell yeah, these are some awesome guests. I agree. They were both very, very uh, pleasant to talk with and very informative." Manaria says, "Heden." Owner of two cats, and with these words, he became my favorite guest on the show. <laughs> yeah, interesting that that's the title he chose to give himself. Uh, Mina also says, the 180 turn thing is so funny on the new Sork block jump, because they just tried to patch that out of Nocturne on DK. Kind of fucked it up. It still turns you in place in some cases. So question is, if the turning in place is a bug like it is on Nocturne for DK after this patch... Or if it is actually intended. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like people just should get used to that kind of stuff. Uh, it's really not that bad on um, on Sage. Like, I was very, like, what the fuck about that on Sage. But you get used to it pretty quick, in all honesty. Uh, Lebo says, I know his name, but I instantly recognized his voice. Uh, not sure who he's referring to. Possibly Heaton, Heaton? maybe? Uh, based Question on, mark? Based not on sure. how he said it, yeah. Svarnir Trun says, Just nerf Adamantanes in, in PvP, please. Ignore knockdown passives aren't needed. Yeah, I don't understand. Ignore, uh, ignore resistances passives. That seems kind of weird. They should just do deal with resistances properly. Uh, Juan Dimashik, I'm going to say, is how you say that? says, let's be honest here, Sork community will not be satisfied unless Sorks become OP. Even then, they will find a way to say it is the weakest class in the game. I'm waiting for someone complaining about the changes they got today. Can't wait yeah. for it. Well, apparently Sork is now OP, so they, they should be happy, I suppose. Nope, they will not be. Someone's going to be wrong. Silver Zico says, I agree with Eden. Kuno needs evasion buff. The class feels like paper. They need to rework the three ruin system. Imagine you need to build ruins to do damage when you have classes one-shot you in SA. The class is so outdated in PvP and PvE. Let's not talk about the skills. Cooldown. Re-give Kuno love. Uh, I can't say much about Kuno, but I know Frosty hard disagrees with the idea that Kuno needs an evasion buff. Um, they already I I think he would probably agree with reworking the ruin system and making it actually like useful and interesting. Uh, and I know for a fact he would agree with uh, the cooldowns of several of their skills. I think uh, what's the skill he always brings up like every single podcast? He talks about the skill that has like a 40 second cooldown and is basically useless. Is it hard aiming? I don't remember. Like that. There's some Kuno skill that apparently is useless as fuck and has a 40 second skill cooldown. And he talks about it like every every single show. Uh, 
Lost Souls says BDO combat might be the best ever, but all the RNG and hidden stats are confusing. Another MMO I play, I can add crystal to my gear and fill it instantly, but in BDO I get 50 plus accuracy and still hit the same. Yeah. Well, that depends on where you are with your gear, but yeah, it depends on the... I th there, there's I a do, lot of I variables do, to it. I do kind of agree, though. Like, in, in other MMOs, you get upgrades, and I, f I do feel like you feel them... Like, yeah, there, very there's a instantly. direct correlation to how strong you are after you, for sure. There's definitely a lot yeah. of, like, specific, like, you know, situations where this upgrade is actually useful. You know, yeah. 50 accuracy versus a DR player isn't going to feel like a lot, but versus evasion player, it's going to feel pretty impactful. Yeah. Uh, the Awkward Ninja says uh, he has seven points here. Uh, one hot take, perhaps as to be expected. Range classes absolutely should not have block break. Sorry, archers, but having range is an advantage. You can just plink away at blocks anyway, especially now that you can actually sit still. Um, Wait, I. What do you mean, sit still? So they, still is bad with. No, no, no. He's talking about how they re removed or reduced, I should say, at least the whole recoil effect on a lot of archer skills that would slide them backwards in their animation, which yeah. made it very annoying to like perch up somewhere for like large skill, uh, specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I can, I can see where you're coming from, uh, Ninja for sure. Uh, I think if they do want to give them a block break, it definitely can't be on their ranged abilities for sure. Um, Two, hotter take. The perma iframe with ranged and melee pressure class doesn't need a block break of all the non-grab classes. Sork needs the least boosts in that department with their near instant CCs and reliable down smashes. I agree 100%. Remove down smashes from the game, please. Blade class... I, just, uh, I don't mind down smash. I just don't want them to have like a constant rotation of it. I Down smashes just need to go. It's such an outdated yeah. mechanic. It's... It's literally the bread and butter of certain classes, i.e. like Sork, and I think Ranger can still down smash you 5 million times as well if you do it properly. But then for other classes, they have one down smash and it hits 20% of the time and it makes no sense. Just fucking remove it. Yeah. Um, three, Blade classes. Sure, DK and Sucklon, eh, maybe. Suck Sage, maybe not. I'm assuming referring to Blade classes? Or uh, uh, Block Break? Um, four, I know I am super biased on the grab and grab alternative discussion since I main Zerker, but in the time of your Zerker paid for the privilege of being a grab class by only having grabs as they're good engage. I realize it is less so now since everything has gotten better. Yeah, but yeah. it's still, it still is kind of like that though, because what are your other catches other than your grabs, right? You have moving shot and I mean, I guess you can cheese people with core giant leap. And, like, that's pretty much it, my guy. <laughs> like, unless they're really bad, and then you can catch them with a stomp out of Lava Piercer or a uh, a spin, a Whirlwind. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, your grabs on Zerker are still... Like, What's the little uh, sideways dash cannon shot that stiffs? That's moving shot. I've been hit by that a few times. Yeah, that's why I said that's pretty yeah. much your only other, like, in, like catch is moving I mean, shot. Especially fighting, like... Um... Uh, solid Zerkers like uh, Choice or um, Ming. Ming yeah. really gets me with that shit. Then the main thing with Zerkers though is their ability to like just apply slows to their opponent with devastation, Deva. and then yeah, and then you just jump on them and grab them. It's that's what primarily is just annoying to deal with. Yeah, for sure. Um, five, Zerker Q-Buff numbers are 3 times 1637 with 0% accuracy, with off-cooldown Ancient Power being 4 times instead of 3 times. Probably can turn the PvP damage multiplier up from negative 40% closer to negative 60%, or ideally, like a lot of Zerkers who have been on this class for a while, hope just fully change the skill around to be less cancer. That being said, Evasion Meta really hits the skill quite hard, or at least did before Zerker's passive got buffed a bunch. Uh, number six, great podcast as always. Looking forward to more reworks coming out, but also don't think they're going to be done by the end of October at this point. We would need 10, 10, 10 slash five weeks, which is, that's, oh, 10, an, 10 in five weeks, which is more than two per week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to say that's, 
a little different way to throw out the numbers there. Uh, yeah, no, that makes more and sense. then seven still think Nayashi is on a bit of copium because he wants to play Meiwa, not BDO. Where in New World he is less committed to a weapon or class. <laughs> it is easier to say a game is unbalanced when you only want to play the game one way when you compare to playing the other game in a more flexible style. That being said, I don't know much about New World besides it is kind of neat and different. Well, I like Meiwa as a class. Like, it's not the weapon specifically. I was, I like Meiwa back in later days, too. That's why I played Succession for basically a year, too. I was having fun with that. So, so not, you are not denying being on Copium. It's not really agreeing to being on Copium. It's just, <laughs> I like the class. Like, you're saying, like, uh, yeah. yeah, sure, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's go with it. Sure, whatever. I don't feel like talking about it anymore. Uh, uh, like trying to trying to explain myself here. Blood Wolf says at thirty uh, three thirty two or twenty three twenty five. Don't we already do this? We have platoons for everything, and our flank is almost never fighting with our main ball. We are at cannon defense, or maybe pushing one guild's base or a flag. Our defense is defense. Our cannon team is cannon team. Even in siege, defense lasts weekend our flank was out on the field for the most part obviously this is because with the new system we have way more allies so assist more to eliminate the enemy guilds but it's super fun what is this in reference to we might lose in this other area mm. like something like that um oh i think yeah, they're talking I, about side objectives i think i think that's the oh. context for that one i think i'm pretty sure that's what that's about uh, um, that, that makes that makes sense at least if you throw that in Adol Monette Rivera says, Sorry, but may I ask when these changes coming on our live server? I kind of left video for about two to three months now, and these reworks are blowing my mind. Well, we don't know when they're coming to live, but probably, if we had to guess, probably in December. But we, we, they, I don't, as far as I'm aware, as far as I can remember, they haven't announced any official date um, or even like expected yeah. date. So. Uh, Kale, Kale, Allo, Kale, Allo, Kale, Allo says, I love this podcast mainly because your guest Heaton doesn't make reservations on his thoughts about the game. Yeah, I think Heaton was a good guest and he definitely like, he'll talk about it exactly how he feels. He has no problem with it, nor do any of us, uh, which I think is a good environment to have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can... Obviously, we're going to have our biases and whatnot, but we can be as honest about them as possible. At least yeah. that's what we try to do, at least. Yeah. Uh, IDSync says, No, I'm happy the podcasts are released on Mondays. It helps me get through my 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. shift at work. Jesus. Uh, please don't get rid of Nayashi. <laughs> I really enjoy his outlook oh on things. He's God. the reason I stopped playing a Blader class. Oh, but hey, man. he's dope. <laughs> Oh man, don't say it like that. <laughs> oh no, he's the reason I stopped playing a Blader class. I want some context for that statement, is all I know. <laughs> oh no. And uh, lastly, the thing says, this is after the Global Lab patch, so PA heard Frosty can't be here, so they delayed the class reworks. Another yeah. evidence that the value pack is part of PA. That's what I said earlier. I'm Intern's like, always listening, dude. The intern is always listening. Probably won't listen to this episode, but they're always listening. Alright, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for the comments. Uh, oh, wow. That's short. Yeah, short amount of comments, short week. Really helping out with their uh, the speed run there. Appreciate yeah, you guys. getting the, the world's the world's record here on fastest podcast. Yeah. Yep, I did call it uh, before we started. I said there's no way this goes over two hours. It's probably going to be an hour to an hour and a half, and it's currently uh, it's barely over an hour. So speed run complete, I suppose. Um, but yeah. That'll be it. Nayashi, you got any closing thoughts before we end the Reslar and Nayashi show speedrun podcast? <laughs> no, no closing thoughts right now. So, all right. I if think we uh, can move on. Yep. Appreciate everybody for uh, watching slash listening. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed the speedrun. Uh, I think Frosty said, if I remember correctly, he said he's going to be gone two weeks, right? 
So I think he's not going to be here next week either. Wait, he um, said two weeks? I thought he did. Did he not? I thought he said two weeks. I thought it was just a weekend. Was it? He said he was going on a uh, family trip car ride type situation. Hmm, maybe. But either way, um, hopefully he's back next week uh, as he is uh, the most important <laughs> member of this podcast. And God, we fucking need him. Um, but uh, well, we you can check content to actually talk about. And that's really what we need. <laughs> but yeah, Frosty, Frosty would definitely be a big plus for this sort but of changes specifically. Y'all can check out uh, everybody's Twitch streams. They're all in the description. Uh, Nayashi is Nayashi underscore NA. Mine is slash not Rizlar. And Frosty's is slash uh, so Frosty. Um, obviously, he won't be streaming while he's on vacation. But when he comes back, he will make a triumphant return. And we will have a glorious time. Um... Yeah, I suppose that's it. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Shout out to the patrons, and catch y'all later.